0: Thank you for tuning into a spirit-led life with HMI. We hope you enjoyed today's session with Pastor Dion Hockey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's session of Healing Ministries International. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey, and it's so great to be with you once again as I continue teaching on the subject of prayer. Uh, it's been this is our third week now. That I'm in this topic of prayer and I just want to remind you again the Lord spoke to me this is why I'm teaching on it and I, I got this word so clear in my head where the Lord said to me that prayer uh, is the essence of Christianity in other words it is the heart of Christianity it is the it is the blood flow of Christianity and if we as Christians do not pray then, uh, you know, nothing much is going to happen uh, in our lives. So we have to continue to seek the Lord and we have to continue to pray. Amen. Let's open up in prayer and we get straight into the Word. Father, we thank you that we can come today <clears throat> and just eat of the bread of life. Eat the manna that you are giving to us today, Father. Uh, the subject of prayer, Lord, is been taught so many times Uh, in so many churches, Father God, through so many avenues. And yet, Lord, when I look and see around me, there is such a desperation and a shortage of prayers, Lord. And I pray that you will raise up prayers, men and women who will become more thirsty and more desperate after you, Lord, to seek your face and to get closer to you. So, Father, as I teach on the subject of prayer, open up the ears of the hearers, Father God. Open up their eyes to see and to understand. Cause fresh revelation. Even, Father God, if it's something they've heard before, I ask you to make it new. I ask you to bring revelation on this topic of prayer tonight. uh, Today, Lord, as I teach in Jesus' name. And if everybody agrees with me says amen it's great that you are joining us and uh, i want you to open your bible immediately if you can to matthew chapter 7 okay matthew chapter 7 now if you can remember last week i told you that you have to find your secret place when you pray you have to find a place where you don't have any distractions, and I also mentioned to you that if it's possible, don't take anything in your prayer closet that will cause distraction to come. In other words, don't take a cell phone that will ring and where you you know you're gonna want to go onto Facebook or watch some some program or something. Turn off your TV, uh, turn off your your cell phone, and take your tablet or whatever you have that you have your Bible on, uh, if possible just take a loose bible with you okay but um always have a pen and paper excuse me a pen and paper with you so that you can write down when god speaks to you because prayer remember this prayer is not a monologue it is a dialogue the uh, we speak to god god speaks to us it's a two-way communication so it is always good to have a piece of pen and paper ready that if god speaks to you you can write it down We tend to forget so quickly when God speaks to us, especially if a scripture or something comes to to mind, that we can write that down and we can go and study it afterwards. So uh, have a pen and paper ready. Turn off your cell phones. Turn off your TVs. um, Lock your door if you have to. And make sure that you are in a quiet place where you can concentrate and not be disturbed. Okay? So let's get into the scripture. Matthew chapter 7. I'm going to read to you from two Bibles. Number one, I'm going to read from the New King James Version, and then I'm going to read from the Amplified. Because I love the Amplified Bible, it amplifies the Word. It breaks it up and gives you more information. So in the New King James, Jesus is speaking, and He says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. I love that. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Not perhaps, maybe. Uh, He says, you will find, and you will receive when you ask. He says, knock, and it will be opened to you. Isn't that good news? That when you ask, you will receive. When you seek, you will find. When you knock, it will be opened to you. Verse 8, for everyone who asks, receives. Mm -hmm. That's a positive statement right there. When you ask, you receive. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened to him. Amen. It will be opened to you. Now, let's read this verse in the Amplified Version. Okay, I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible. Now, remember the King James says, Ask, and it will be given to you. The Amplified says, keep on asking. <laughs> keep on asking. So some people think that, well, I've prayed once, you know, and that's good enough. No, he says, keep on asking. In other words, keep on praying. Don't stop praying. Keep on praying. Keep on, praying. Keep on asking. And what will happen? It will be given to you. The Amplified says, keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking Reverently, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds, and to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. Praise God. So we are to continue in our prayer life. We are to continue asking. We are to continue seeking, continue knocking. And then God will come and he will answer. Um, God's timing is perfect. Not every prayer is answered in the way we want it to be answered. Okay? Not every prayer is going to come and then boom, there it is for you. I remember when I was a baby Christian, I just got saved. And I remember when I just got saved, I would cry out to God and I would talk to God and ask Him. And, you know, it was almost instantly that those prayers were answered. Or maybe within two or three days, those prayers were answered. But the older I became in the Lord and the more I began to, to um, uh, grow in God, I discovered, but wow, you know, if I would ask God for something, the prayers were not answered that quickly anymore. Now why was that? Was that because of lack of faith on my side as I was growing in the Lord? Or is it a matter of God testing my heart? Do we think that, that when we just cry out to God that it's going to be like going to the casino and winning the jackpot every time? You know, when people gamble, and I'm not recommending that you gamble, I'm against gambling, but some people think that it's just a quick fix with God, you know, ask quickly and that's going to happen. No, God sometimes allows things to happen with us to show us that he's with us, but there is a time that God will test us in our maturity and test us in our desperateness if we will continue to pray if we will continue to trust him if we will continue to go to him and knock on the door if we will continue to believe for our prayers to be answered because that is faith in action god wants to see us exercise our faith as we pray going back to the new king james in uh, matthew 7 let's read verse 9 because Jesus is teaching us about prayer, he says, "Or oh, what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks, uh, 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 if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If then..." Uh, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father, who is in heaven give the good things to those who ask him isn't that good news that if we ask God, he will give us the good things you're not as a parent going to give bad things to your children when they ask you you're going to give them the good things when if you are able to do that you'll give it to them now Jesus is teaching us the same thing. He says that our Father, who is a good Father, when we as children come and we ask Him, He will give to us the things that we ask. I want you to be encouraged by this word. Verse 12 says, Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, you also do likewise to them. For this is the law of the prophets. Bless the Lord. So what you want people to do to you, you do to them. And you know, no greater love has anyone than this, than to lay down his life for someone else in prayer. And this is intercession, and when we can lay down our lives uh, uh, on behalf of other people, um, you know what, that's the greatest gift that we can give in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to go to Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18, and we're going to read from verse 1, okay, verse 1 to 8. And I'm still in the New King James. It says, Then he spoke a parable to them. That men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Praise God. Jesus is teaching us that we are always to pray and not to lose heart. Now, when do you lose heart? When do you become negative? When do you become despondent? When you're not praying. When you're not praying is when you lose your faith. It is when everything around you seems to be going wrong. It's because we haven't been spending that time with God in prayer. So the more time we spend with the Lord in prayer, the more our faith grows and the less we will become doubtful. Are you following me, what I'm saying today? The more you spend your time with God in prayer, the greater your faith will be and you will not lose heart. Jesus gives us the example in verse 2. And he says, "There uh, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Can you imagine that? This judge who did not fear God or fear any man, uh, he has this little woman, if I could put it like this, and she's pestering him. She's nagging him. She's constantly knocking on his door, and she's crying out to him and saying, Listen, my enemies are coming against us. Come and avenge me. Help me. Fight for me. And you know what? He just... He got so fed up with her that he went out to help her and give to her that which she was requesting. All he wanted to do was just get rid of this lady. That's all he wanted to do. So the only way to get rid of her was to answer her request and help her. So Jesus says in verse 6, he says, Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said and shall god not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him there's a lesson in here that the elect that's us the children of god that we are to cry out when day and night day and night in other words friend we pray most probably most of us just pray one prayer a day but if i can encourage you what jesus is telling us don't just pray once a day pray in the morning pray in the evening and if i can add on pray in the afternoon Uh, you know if i can throw in pray the whole day long just continue to pray Don't stop in your prayers. Don't stop in your knocking on the door. Don't stop asking. Don't stop fighting for what you want because this is what God requires of us. He's telling us to continue to pray. Watch this, shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night for him, though he bears long with them? God bears long with us and he's patient with us. I tell you, verse 8, that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Isn't that an amazing statement that Jesus makes? He teaches us on prayer. He teaches us how to go about our prayer life. And then, yet, he sees in the future. He sees the heart of man. And Jesus says, But I don't know if they, in the end times, you know, uh, are, are there going to be men on the earth who still have faith? Because this is the problem that we have you know, we are inst- people of instant. We want instant coffee, instant tea. We want an instant miracle. You know, uh, we, we want things to happen quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, my will, Lord, my way, God, quickly help us, Lord, because we have a drive-through bank now. You know, you don't have to go and stand in the queue. You can just drive through and, and do your work through the car window. You know, you can buy food uh, at the drive-through. Uh, you, you know, you don't have to go and stand in queues to buy food you can do it in the luxury of your car so everything is quick 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 and here we find that jesus is saying to us listen when you are in prayer, uh, when you are praying, when you are seeking me, it's not a matter of just quick, 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 quick. <clears throat> it's a matter of exercising your faith and to continually pray and to continually ask and to continually seek and to continually knock. It's not going to be an instant prayer. I taught you this last night out of the book of Daniel. In Daniel chapter uh, 10, I believe it is, that Daniel was praying and he was fasting for three whole weeks. and. Um, you know, the angel, well, God heard his prayer. He sent the angel with the answer. And the, uh, it took the angel three weeks to get to him. Three weeks. He couldn't get to Daniel. Now imagine if Daniel had to give up after two weeks of praying, after one week of praying, and just give up and not believe and trust God anymore. But Daniel had the faith in his heart to Push through And to continue to pray until the angel got to him and his prayers were answered and he got what he was asking for. And this is your problem and my problem too. That many times we just go to God and say, God, I need a million dollars right now. Lord, I need a healing right now. I need quickly, quickly, quickly do it, God. And when it doesn't happen, well, then we say, oh, God didn't hear me. Or God doesn't love me. Or God is not interested in me or this prayer stuff doesn't work does that sound familiar is that not how many times we just quickly give up we throw in the towel and we say ah you know i'm wasting my time it's a waste of time no friend Let me encourage you. Jesus wants us to be like this woman. He wants us to go and knock on the door and keep on asking to be persistent in our prayers, to be fighting continually, not giving up. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to encourage you today. When you pray, pray in the morning. If it can, pray in the afternoon. If you can, pray in the evening. Just keep on seeking and keep on asking. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, we are asking the wrong thing. We are asking wrong, and I want us to learn to pray correctly so that we can receive our, uh, the answers to our prayers. Okay, So the first thing I want to teach you also tonight as we will go on in the next few weeks on this subject, and if you have your pen, let me give you point number one, um, that we have to learn to pray according to God's will. Not our will, but God's will. Alright, this is a definite key that we have that is going to unlock and give us the answers to our prayers. Go with me to 1 John chapter 5, the first book of John chapter 5, verse 14 and verse 15. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. It says this, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him. I like that. This is the the surety, the assurance that we have, the confidence that we have in Christ, that if we ask anything according to His will, there's the key. There's the key. You have to find the will of God for what you are praying. When you can find the Scriptures and you can begin to quote the Scriptures, guess what's going to happen? God hears His Word and God responds to what His Word says. Let me read it again. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we and that word we you can have a prayer partner as well okay you can pray with a prayer partner or you can have the holy spirit as your prayer partner Uh, you can pray the prayer of agreement there but he says that if we ask anything according to his will watch this now he hears us (laughs) he hears us i like that the moment we pray god's will he has the positiveness He will hear us. And look at verse 15. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. Why? Because we are praying according to His will. Maybe you're sitting there and you say, Give me an example. I I, I don't understand exactly what you're saying. Well, let's, let's say that you are believing for healing in your body. You are sick and you need a, a healing miracle in your body. And you've gone to your pastor and he's prayed for you, but it just feels like there's nothing happening. You know, the miracle hasn't taken place yet. Well, now what you need to do is find scriptures concerning healing one Peter two twenty four says that by his stripes we are healed. Mark chapter sixteen verse seventeen says that these signs will follow those who believe. And then if you read on he says in my name those who lay hands on the sick will be healed. Amen. John 14, 12 says that that if we uh, believe in Jesus, the works that he did, we will do also and greater works than these we will do because he went to the Father. I've just given you three quick scriptures, but now if I have the scriptures in front of me. You understand? And I come to God and I present my case to Him. And I say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, I want to remind you of your scripture. Now remember, the Holy Spirit is our advocate. The Holy Spirit is the one who is presenting the case. Jesus is our mediator. He's the one who stands in front of the Father. So the Holy Spirit presents it to Jesus. Jesus gives it to the Father. And there's this big in interaction taking place in heaven. Now what causes God the Father to answer our prayers the moment we pray his will? So I need a healing in my body and I say, "Father, I present my case to you." According to your word, in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24, it says that by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. Now, Lord, I thank you for my healing. I have been prayed for. Mark chapter sixteen says that the believer will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Lord, I went to church on Sunday. The pastor laid his hands on me. He prayed for me, and and I, I I'm believing you, Father. I'm holding you to your word, Lord. I'm presenting my case to you, and I'm saying that you promised that if the believer will lay hands on me, I will be healed. Father, you said by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Father. The God, John 14 says that if I will believe in you, the very works that Jesus did, I will do also. And Lord, I'm trusting you and believing you for my healing miracle to take place in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, for your anointing that's flowing through my body in Jesus' name. Do you see what the difference is on how you make your prayer powerful? Now, this is, this is one of the common mistakes that most Christians do. We do this. We pray like this. Father, I ask you, heal me, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. And that was the prayer. Now, there's no power in that prayer. There is no anointing in that prayer. That was what I call a popcorn prayer. You know, it wasn't a prayer of desperation. It wasn't a prayer of faith. It was just, Lord, I need a healing. Please heal me in Jesus' name. No. There's a big difference when I come to the Father and I kneel down before Him and I hold the Bible out in front of me and I say, Father, Your Word says that when Jesus Christ went to the cross and when He was beaten and when He was ripped apart and when He shed His blood by his stripes. I am healed and Father I'm holding on to this verse, I'm holding on to the scripture that says by the stripes of Jesus I am healed, by the blood that was shed I am forgiven, I am cleansed of all unrighteousness and my sins have been taken away, therefore Father I thank you for my healing. Lord, I thank you that because hands were laid on me Father God, I received my healing, I claim my healing and I speak the word of life over my body. I don't speak words of death. I don't speak the negative word, but I speak the positive word. You see what I'm doing? I'm not, I'm talking to you, but actually I'm in prayer and I'm praying to God and I'm arguing with the Lord and the Holy Spirit is there as my advocate and he's He's uh, fighting and arguing the case with me before Jesus who is my mediator, my intercessor, and he's presenting it to God who is the judge. And God is listening to all of this and he sees his word. He hears his word being spoken. And remember, God is true to his word. God watches his word to perform his word and do what his word says. Write this down, Jeremiah 1 verse 12, that God constantly watches over his word to perform his word. Are you getting something today? My time has run out again. And I want to pray for you today that you will do something very important, that you will memorize the Scriptures so that when you pray, you can present your prayers to God and also keep quoting the Scriptures. Amen. Pray according to God's will in Jesus' name. Father, every person who is watching, I bless them right now in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Father, that they will supernaturally make a study of your word. That they will pray and seek you, Father God. And every time they pray, they will quote the scriptures, Lord. And that they will remind you of the promises that you made on our behalf, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray for every person even now who is watching, Lord, who is sick in their bodies. And I rebuke sickness and disease, Father. I bind the spirit of infirmity right now over them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I break the curse of poverty. I break the lies of the devil over each and every person in the name of Jesus and I remind you Lord that you said in John 10 verse 10 that the thieves come to steal to kill and to destroy but you've come to give us life and life more abundantly so I declare life I declare healing and I declare breakthrough over every viewer that is watching now, in Jesus' name. Father, stir up the hunger inside of us to pray and to pray your will in Jesus' mighty name. If you agree with this prayer, say Amen. Amen. Let us know the miracles that God has done for you. Again, I want to remind you that we are on a Sunday evening, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live on Facebook. You can watch us as we teach the Scripture and we put the Word inside of you. Amen. Follow us every week, uh, every day on Facebook, and you can get us on YouTube, and you can get us on Instagram. We love you so much, and uh, we pray for you. Please continue to pray for us, and remember that Jesus is Lord, and that Jesus loves you very, very much. Amen. We pray that you'll have a great week, and don't stop praying. Amen. Keep seeking God with all of your heart with all of your soul and all of your mind, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost, by visiting our website www.dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information on the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.